So we're in the middle of one of the more interesting questions that the Gemara asked. And what struck me was um, it seemed to have very limited applications. And then I saw something in the, uh, one of the books that made it seem even uh, more interesting. But uh, we're on the bottom of 38B, um, or three lines from the bottom. Well, um, the three lines from the bottom. Uh, four lines. Something that Abaye understood. Rava actually asked it as a question. The boy Rava. Rava had the following question. It it's like, sounds like a funny rhyme. Yesh bug, uh, beggar bekever. <laughs> Is there a beggar in the kever? So, uh, what a, or ain't beggar bekever. So, what this means is, is the following. There's a difference. The age of the woman, uh, when a woman, a girl, is assaulted, uh, usually the, she, if she's still a young girl, the penalty money goes to her father. Her father would typically be marrying her off, and he's responsible. She's still living off his expenses, and so the penalty money is paid to the father. Now, if the girl is a bogaris at the time of the trial, then the money would go to her. Because the father, she's no longer living off the father. She'll be responsible for her own uh, achrayas. And so then, uh, then it would go to her. But what about if it happened to be that she died before the trial of the, of the rapist? And then we get the kanas. And the question was, uh, who would the money then go to? Does it go to her uh, father? Because, well, she's not here. She died. Or, well, in other words, she was a minor when it happened. Or do we say, well, even though she died as a minor, she's still aging. No. She, but at this point, she would have been on her own. She would have been an adult. So, and the difference will be in a case where she has a child, and so then the first dibs on that penalty would be her child, not her dad. So the question is, does a person age in the grave? So I'll just tell you the question the way I saw it. The, the Medrash talks about the, um, the ram of uh, Yitzchak, uh, Avinu, that, uh, that, Hashem, that uh, Avram Avinu was going to bring um, uh, Yitzchak as a korban, and instead there was a ram. It, is, it implies that this ram will be used in the future, this one-day-old ram that, that was there. And so the question, though, is, this happened many thousands of years ago. That ram is going to be pretty old. How's it going to be used as a Corbin later if it's too old? And so the question is, does something age in the heavenly realm? In other words, after somebody, some, this, this, there's another world up there. Maybe things up there are frozen at that age that they're at. So if this woman died as a child, so therefore the money is going to go to her father because regardless of... What, what ha happens, had she been alive, she would have been an adult and then it would have gone to her child. But she's not alive and a person kind of freezes at that stage when they pass away or do they not freeze? That's kind of the, the question. Yeah. No, no, no. What I'm not understanding is, let's say she never would have died. Okay. So at the time of the crime... It doesn't go by the time of the crime. It goes by the payout. Because at, at the crime, we don't... It hasn't there was no chiv? They have to have the trial first. There's no, the penalty wasn't levied. When the penalty's levied, we look, at who should we pay it to? Do we pay it to the, is she still a minor? Goes to her dad. If she's, it happened to be that she died by meaning, the time meaning, he came to Meaning had she stayed alive, the dad would not have gotten the money? She would though, have gotten it. She would have gotten it even yeah. though it was a crime against the dad. Correct. 
because now she's responsible for her own bills. Oh, that's right, because it's a knas. It's not because it's a knas. It's not, yeah, it's not right. mummin. That's right. It's not the time of the incident, and then you have the time of the payout of the Gemara Din. Right, but yeah. what caused the payout at the Gemara Din? The status right. of right. the time right. of the incident. Right. Okay, come yeah, it's, it's an okay, interesting so question then. Yeah. Had it been mummin, yeah. talking about the woman's soul or yeah. woman's body? Um, well, it's real. the woman's body's gone. She's dead. She passed away. There's a payout over here. So do we look at it like she died as a minor, and so therefore minors, the dad gets the money. It goes to her father. Or do we look at it, uh, even though she died as a minor, by the time of the payout, she's, uh, not a, she's not a minor anymore. She wouldn't have been a minor anymore, and therefore it would have gone through the channel of her, of her child. So the Gemara is going to have a question how she could have a child. That's more of a practical question. But assuming that, does a person age after they die? Does, it, does the clock keep, still keep on ticking as far as that? So that's, yesh beger bekever, so odil ma'en beger, havi, and it goes to the dad. So the Gemara has a practical question as we turn to the top of today's page. Umi ma'avra, could a woman that young get pregnant? This woman that we're talking about being uh, is only at that young stage. We mentioned that when women are at the older stage, they don't have the penalty. And we mentioned also that the uh, so umi, uh, the Torah specifically says that the the now again the, without the penalty, there's all kinds of payments that he's going to have to make for the damage and the pain and the suffering, and we'll see more about those payments soon. But separate from that is a special kanas for the fact that he damaged this woman at that stage of life. Uh, and again, the rabbis can institute uh, this penalty for older women too, but it's just the Torah only speaks to Anara. So the more has a question, can a woman at that young of a stage have gotten pregnant? And Umi uh, Ma'avra, couldn't she be pregnant? Vahatani Rabibi Kameda Rev Nachman. Rabibi learned the following. Sholosh Nashim Meshameshish Usually women have a mitzvah to, um, or if, if people are married, uh, again, they uh, have a mitzvah to have children, or let's put it this way, even if you don't say they have a mitzvah, they fulfill the mitzvah, maybe women don't have the mitzvah, but they do have a rule, they're not supposed to destroy the seed. So, but these three women are allowed to do it for health reasons. Elohim, Katana, a minor woman, a young woman, and Weberis, a pregnant woman, and Minika, a nursing woman. And we, all, we know that a person's health uh, always supersedes other things. Uh, so, first of all, what, what's the reason? Uh, Katana, a young woman, maybe she'll get pregnant with Tumus, and she'll die, because it's really dangerous for a woman that young to get pregnant. Muberis, a pregnant woman, Shema, Tasa, Uber, Sandal. If they, um, uh, maybe, uh, the, the, having the relations will be dangerous for the unborn child. Uh, and uh, the, the idea here is that um, if the uh, man uh, pushes far with when he has relations, he can damage the, he has to be more gentle. So what they could do is they could put something inside them to prevent the husband from going in too far. So because if they don't, maybe he's going to turn her unborn baby into a sandal, into Instead of being a, a baby, a, a new and a, 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 a miscarriage looks like a sandal. It looks like a just piece of shoe leather. Doesn't doesn't develop. And uh, Menika, nursing woman, Shemul Tiglis, but now 
if a nursing woman gets pregnant, she, uh, she, her milk goes, uh, she can't nurse anymore. And if she can't nurse anymore, then her existing child, they didn't have formula in those days. So, and that, that's a danger to the child. So, all three women, there's a danger involved to a life. They're allowed to uh, use these types of things. Um, this, uh, let's just do the top toasts. He explained. funny Rashi, by the way, about Shematigma, less than enough. Um, yeah, no, no, he just says the milk goes bad. No, take a look at the end of that, Rashi. Um, uh, it's a list. <laughs> he's going to need to nurse and he won't be able to. He's saying the milk won't come out. That's how I understood it. Uh, no, um, but, I thought it was... Never mind. No, no, I don't think I so. Totally I think she died. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's see the taptosis. Now, the question here is, it implies only these three women are allowed to use this birth control, but not regular pregnant women. Aren't regular pregnant? What's wrong? So the answer is mishum zera. That's because they're destroying the seed. You're not supposed to destroy a potential life. So ain't near the benutam. He's so, so he has. There's a whole question here about some of the rules uh, of what's going on. Um, uh, what exactly um, is for, for permitted and what is forbidden? Again, there's. It's a. There is a subject of those that. Uh, would want to practice different forms of family planning, what would be permitted, what would be not permitted, what's more forbidden, what's less forbidden. That all has to do with this tosis here. But back to the Gemara. Uh, the Ezek Tana, and how do we define a young woman uh, where it's too young? Between 11 and 12, that's much too young to get, that's very dangerous to get pregnant. Pachos Michan, less than that, the Yeser Akan, older than that, Mishameris Kedarko, they can have regular relations. There's no need to have the to take that precaution. They say even the young woman that age doesn't have to go that far to worry about becoming pregnant. It's not that common for a woman of that age to become pregnant. And and if she does, uh, Hashem will take pity on Hashem. Hashem guards the fools, meaning that it's not. Um, there's a concept that things where there's a slight risk, a person's allowed to do, I, it's a little bit foolish, uh, Hashem protects the fools. It's, if it's something that's not a major risk, it's a slight risk, there's a concept sometimes a person's allowed to take slight risk. It's very difficult to define exactly what it is. Um, somebody once asked, I forgot who it was, uh, if you're allowed to smoke, and uh, they, they quote, is that a slight risk or is that a... In other words... Uh, uh, is a single cigarette a slight risk? So the problem is a single c- cigarette is, is a big risk for another cigarette. <laughs> but is the single cigarette a big risk or not? And that's the, or does Hashem guard the fools? Or can you say it's usher to do even one cig- you know? And, and, um, but at any rate, that's the, uh, the, more, um, the, the main opinion here was that it is dangerous. So um, the, um, the question was, how can we ask a question if a woman who uh, um, got assaulted and then got pregnant when she's still at this young age, women don't get pregnant then. So the whole question doesn't be the key tema. The more is a question, well, maybe you want to say that um, maybe she got pregnant uh, not when she was um, uh, younger, she got pregnant a little older. And she gave, but then she would have happened to have given birth before she reached Bulgaris. Because our whole question was, that she only reached the Bulgaris stage after she died. 
But how long is the Nara stage of a woman where she's a young woman? So uh, it's only six months. And six months doesn't give her enough. See, the Havamina was she got pregnant as a katana. And we said that a katana can't get pregnant. So uh, now we said, we said it's dangerous even for a Nara to get pregnant. But what? Correct, right. But, uh, uh, but could she even uh, um, give birth? That whole amount of time between after she's reached puberty until she's uh, past that younger uh, beginning stage is only six months. Maybe some way you, it takes at least six months from the beginning of puberty till, till she fully develops. Uh, but that's uh, it's at least there's some women that take longer. You can't say that. It says, Shmuel said, Hi, Ella. He said it's only six months. So if it's only six months, there's no way. If she got pregnant as a minor, that's impossible. If she got pregnant as a young woman, then she would have definitely given birth after she was an adult. So what was our question? If her child would inherit her, there's no way for her to have had a child. So the Gemara says, you're right. Ella, we must have goofed on that question. This was our question. Do we say the father is out of the picture? It only goes to the dad when uh, the, um, uh, she dies as a minor, uh, when the kanas when the is collected and she's still a minor. Odilma ain't beggar bekever. What happens to the minor? So the question is it's not whether it goes to a child. There's no child in the picture. The question is, is the father out of the picture or not? Where would the money go if he is? So there'd be nobody really to claim it if the father's out of the picture. See, if the father's alive, he could sue the rapist, you know, for the money. But if it's, uh, if, um, it's already in her court, so uh, there's no father to sue. The father wouldn't have standing to sue. Rebbe, is that suggesting that there's no knots? Or could we say, as an example, based in or hold on to the money? I'm not sure. It's possible. It's possible... Uh, uh, I don't know who who they'd sue on whose behalf, but the father wouldn't have the standing because he, uh, she. There are times that we kind of for the person. Yeah, yeah, it could know. be. It could be. Um, the Rashi says it like this: Upaka ab. It's in the middle of the page. Uh, the father is no longer the paka tfias av. The father, as a claimant, can no longer claim because she's not a minor anymore. Vizoko halo b'maishabiyado. Uh, he says the husband gets to keep it. She'ain, not the husband, the rapist, actually. She'ain baldin kayim. He no longer has anybody to sue him. The kanas lav mamun hu risha lavia b'toros yerusha. Rashi's asking a question. Well, let the father inherit her. He inherits if she has money. Kol because it's a, since it's a special penalty, you, don't, you can't collect a, a penalty. Uh, you can't inherit a penalty. So it, it looks like... Uh, if it happens to be that she passed away, and she passed away um, later when, uh, um, when the father no longer had standing, then there'd be nobody to sue, at least for not, not for the kanas. The, the damages would go to the father, but, uh, but not the kanas. The kanas is a special halacha, and it's only levied in certain cases. Okay, back to the Gemara. Um, so uh, the question was, how do we look at it? So let's read the words. How could come you? Ella, the Gemara says, "What this is? What this is the question?" Yesh beggar Do we say she could get older in the grave? 
And at this stage already, the father no longer has the total right and standing to collect this penalty because um, it's way past the stage where she would be a katana. Odilma, or maybe no, since she died when she was a katana, ain't beggar bekever. You don't grow older in the grave below Pukaav, and the father still has complete standing to sue for the penalty. Marbrevashi boilehachi. He, he asks the question like this, Misa Ose Bagras, so ain't uh, Ose Bagras. Does the death stop the growing old or does it not? Teku. We'll have to ask Eliyahu that question. So more doesn't answer it in the end. That's what's interesting. Okay. Boy, we need Rabbi Abaye. But, but it's amazing, but Abaye did that answer it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So if it's a kanas and really for her not inheritable, why shouldn't then the kanas really. Uh, devoid after, after she dies, unless you want to say Ein Chota Nisker or something like that, maybe. Um, we're, so he's asking an interesting question. We're, we're saying that if there's no one to collect the kanas because the father doesn't have standing, um, then he can't collect it. But that's only because she grew old. But if she's young and she died, the father could collect it. But he's saying the same reason he can't collect it if he doesn't have standing, how can he collect it if, he, if she's dead? How do we know that it's collectible? Uh, so I, the way I would look at it like this, it's really his kanas. We look at the woman at the time of the, if she's the katana, the kanas goes to him. He's the one who's going to have to marry her off and have a harder time because she's not a basula. So he's gonna, it's his kanas. So if she died as a katana, it's going to be his kanas. If she dies as a gadol, it's her kanas. And the problem, though, is if it's her kanas, then she's, there's nobody to collect it. Yeah, but, he, but, but if she dies as a katana, back to Steve's question, if she dies as a katana, but guess what? She's dead. So therefore, the, da- the dad doesn't have the problem. He, in other words, he wasn't uh, he, he doesn't have to he marry, her. marry her. Off. Yeah, but, the, but at that time, he had the aggravation of knowing that he'll have the hard time, you know, the... It, it, so it's interesting, really, we're saying, how do you, you know, that we're having it both ways in a certain way. We're saying that it goes by the time of the, the court levies it, but we, it, he levies it based on when the attack was and who it was owed to. Okay, I, it's an interesting question. Moving on. What happens? So again, we're asking questions that if before the uh, rapist is taken to court, if her status changes. So what happens if she gets engaged? The whole problem was that maybe she won't get married. She's engaged. She's, she's settled. So uh, can you still collect or not? And, this, and we said before that this penalty wasn't to an engaged woman. It specifically was to a single woman. So Amrle Miksib, does it say, does it say it goes to the father of the young woman that was not engaged? It says to the young woman, um, it doesn't say that she won't get engaged. It says that wasn't engaged at the time. So Gemara says, and according to what you're saying, Hatanya, we said, um, if, if, if he had relations with her, and he raped her, and then she married, she gets the penalty because she's no longer in her father's house. It doesn't say it goes to the father of a woman that didn't marry later. In other words, what happens later doesn't really affect the penalty. So the Morris said, how you compare the two. We find that when she gets older, 
the penalty no longer goes to the dad, it goes to her. And when she gets married, she also goes out of the father's household. My Bagras, just like Bagras, um, if he had relations, it would go to her. It would go to her. Um, so what is the question? So the more says Elarusa, but when she's just engaged, when she's engaged, it's she's only she leaves the dad's uh, control only a little bit. When she's engaged, it's half and half, half the father and half her fiance. And so that's really what our question was about being engaged. It's more who the payment goes to, because she's she's still under the father. The father still has to finish the marriage. On the other hand, she has a fiancé, and so that was the that was the question. Okay, new mission. Uh, Rabbi Stein, what happens if the person who who who, who uh, assaulted her marries her late? She they decide to get married after all. Does she still pay a kanas? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We're going to see by mafata, by seduction, then they typically don't pay the kanas. But it, there's, I think there's an implication that by, um, well, uh, then they typically don't, you're right, they don't pay the kanas. Uh, but by uh, the anusa, it sounds like they have to pay either way, even if he marries her. He's required to marry her. So it, it's not even, he's required if she wants to marry him, then still she, he has to pay the penalty. So um, what, if we, what if the question was the other way? What if he was a... If he was a cousin when he raped him, by the time we catch him, he's a, he's a godot. So at the time of the Avera, he was a cousin. Let's ask it backwards. Instead of looking at the girl, let's look at the guy. Is there, is, that's an overall question. If somebody commits a crime as a minor, and now they're older, so as and a minor, we, you couldn't right, sue now, them, but now, but now they're older. Does anybody remember? Can you sue? Can, is the, uh, I mean, over, over the question maybe, well, you know, is, is no there really such a thing? Does, as no Remy says, does he have the equipment? Well, I know, but we, we said from the age nine, he had, but he, he yeah. could still be a minor, technically. But okay, I, we'll have to keep our eyes open. Okay, new Mishnah. So uh, now we finally get to some of those payments that we talked about besides the penalty. So Hamafata, when somebody was seduced, which means the woman was willing... Uh, now, by the way, again, it, we don't let the rapist off when uh, the, the woman was willing. She was talked into it. He, 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 he harmed this woman. So he gives three different, three different uh, kinds of re- compensation. Va'ones, and if he forced her, coerced her, he's going to have to give four different kinds. What are these kinds of compensation? When she was seduced, he has to pay her for the embarrassment. Uh, we'll see, is it her embarrassment, the family embarrassment? Opagam, he's made her uh, not as valuable on the shidduch market. If she was a servant, she no longer is, uh, she'll have a harder time getting the right marriage, and then the kanas. Most of olavones, and where he coerced her, then he has to pay the pain and suffering. That's a tsar, the pain. So, ma bein ones lemafata, what's the main difference between whether she said yes or he, he coerced her. Uh, as we said, the one who forces her, he has to pay the pain and suffering. He doesn't have to pay the tsar. What was this? Shiloh, my pain. We, we just, it was okay. clear. I hear, yeah. So the rule is, if the person did it and she wasn't willing, we don't ask any questions. He has to pay right away. 
There's no, no, we don't care if he marries her. We don't care what he's, he, he has to pay. Bahamafata, whereas when she was willing, that's the Kashiyotza. That's only if he dumps her. If he refuses to marry her. Ha'ones, uh, the one who forced her, Shosa Batsitso. He, uh, he has to drink the cup that he uh, made for himself. Let's see, Rashi. It's an expression. I think in English, it's like you make your bed, you lay in it. I think that's the... I don't know where that expression comes from exactly either. I don't know what... How does, does it mean if you don't like the way the bed's made, it's too bad you made it that way? Like, I don't know exactly what... What? Oh, is it? Really? <laughs> I see. Okay. I didn't know. Really? That's interesting. I thought maybe... Okay. Let's see the Rashi. Shows about Sitzo. Beklisha Bacharlo Lishtos. I mean, you chose to drink from that. So if you pick what you're going to drink out of and you forgot to wash it first. So I have a, a cleaning lady in her house and she's like, sometimes she puts soap into the things that are in the sink to be cleaned. And if you don't check first before you drink it, you get a, you'll get soap bubbles in your coffee. And so we, it's a joke in our house to always rinse out the cups first with this cleaning lady. But she means well, but sometimes after you rinse it out, it still needs... You know, the cleaning solution is very heavy, and so you rinse it out, still have the bubble. So, but if you choose it, you can't complain. You picked it. If somebody serves it to you, you can yell at them. Why didn't you give me a cup full of soap bubbles, right? So over here, shows him, but see, he drinks from that. So, Clomer, he's going to have to marry her whether he likes to drink from that cup or not. Whether she would be the woman who he would choose to marry, it's no longer his. Normally in life, you can choose who you marry. That's up to you to choose who you pick. This is not up to him. Uh, so actually, he, he did choose. Yeah, <laughs> he but right, that's right. But he he didn't think he was choosing to marry her. Surprise! He's uh, he chose that cup. He made a decision that's going to lock him in uh, later. Vahamafata. Uh, whereas if he seduced her, even though we encouraged them to marry him, they don't need to stay together. So what do we mean? He drinks from the cup. He drinks from his. Uh, this, uh, uh, this vessel. We're calling it a vessel. It means it, it, it's just a vessel. It's not, a, it's not something he would choose. I feel even if she's lame. Uh, even if she's blind. Even if her limbs are falling off. She's leprous. She's diseased. It doesn't matter. Now, but what on the other hand, if, um, so he's not allowed to divorce her. What if uh, she um, commits adultery on him? Uh, the rule is that she's a sota. You're not a, a woman is not allowed to stay married to the sota. Oh, she ain't a roy love of Israel. Or she's a mamzeris who can't stay married to a Jew. Then he doesn't have to stay married to her. As long as the marriage will be kosher, he has to marry her. Even if she's blind, she's lame, she's diseased, he chose that cup. But if she's unable to stay in a kosher marriage, because there will be kaive laven, then not. Let's see the Gemara. Yes. Mm-hmm. So are we considering this rape a marriage for him, though? It, it, it constitutes a marriage on his part? Well, no, he'll have to formally marry her. He'll have to give Kesev, he'll have to formally propose with witnesses and aid him. Uh, but we, we say to him he should take her for a wife. But if he doesn't Life just yet from that one time. Correct, correct. Um, 
that's, uh, there is this discussion really by the woman who seduced. When he seduced her, uh, there is a concept that you can marry a woman by having relations. So was that relate? But no, we're not. We're learning that these relations were not. He he wasn't proposing when he had those relations. Uh, uh, so that's what he'll have to remarry her or he'll have to take her in marriage. Let's see the Gemara Sardamai. What kind of pain are we talking about over here that he has to pay? Uh, and we um, so Omer Avu Dishmul Sarshin. So before we do that, let's take a look at the Tosus Kashalari uh, Bottom Tosus. Uh, the Maikami, what's the question? Doesn't the, mission, doesn't the Gemara know that there's pain uh, to a woman the first time? Sometimes women get sick. They need uh, uh, after from this if they're very young. Uh, maybe from the, the Tsar that at that time, it's simple to the Gemara that that's not what we're talking about. So for the Tsar because eventually women get married and they're going to have they're going to have that pain anyway. So uh, the question is, um, uh, is that the pain? Let's just skip down three line veneer. He says the main pain comes afterwards, not at that moment. But the pain that comes afterwards, you can't sue for. That's that's indirect. In other words, when somebody causes an injury. The the payment that they pay is for the 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 pain of that moment. The pain that comes later is an indirect. Uh, th- that's something that they should pay, but we can't require them for something that happens indirectly. If there's pain later, what do you mean? it's a direct result of that initial hit. That's called grama. That's called like a, a grama. That's the it's caused yeah, by that. When we do nezik tzarik, we have as much as tzar is for the moment. So that's that, 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 that's that's what Tosis wants to say. Correct. So the, the Gomorrah's question is not that does she have pain. We know there's some pain, but the question is, is there pain at that moment where she's seduced and she's willing and she uh, chooses to do this? Is there pain that you can make him pay? So, uh, so, Sardamai, uh, which pain are we talking about? He says the pain is where he takes her down, where he, he forces her to be in a position on the ground. So what about if he, uh, if he uh, took her down on silk, meaning that there was no slam, that he didn't have to uh, hurt her to get her in that position? So how can I You want to say he wouldn't have to pay. The kite may be, may be true. He says that there is no payment for uh, pain. Because as we turn the page, She's so for Litzara She's going to pay. Um, this pain is a pain that every woman has. You can't make him pay for um, a pain that's a part of life. It's got to be a pain that he caused beyond the uh, regular suffering. So, um, so what, what? So that was the question. What is the? How would we evaluate that? You can't compare a woman that does it willingly to one that's forced. The pain is much more uh, excruciating and, and uh, uh, to a person who's being forced. So then what's the question? He wants to say that it's uh, the pain has to do with the, the forcing of her legs. The Gemara says that uh, the women, when people get immoral, they... Uh, 
they're so immoral, they ignore the fact that it's even painful to be immoral. That it's, uh, uh, they, uh, they, they put themselves in uncomfortable positions. They're so uh, anxious to be immoral. But there's a certain pain to be in that position. So the Morris says, if there's a pain in that position, so Mufutinami, even if she willingly did it, he's, he pushed her to cause a pain. So Amran Waravua, Mashin the how do we compare a woman who's seduced? Somebody says to his buddy, tear my silks, and you'll be exempt. I mean, when she says, uh, go for it, so even if there's pain, uh, it, it, she's exempting him from paying for that suffering that she has. So Gemara says, yeah, but it's not her suffering to forgive, Davua. That goes to her dad. Um, so Gemara says, Now we want to say that the wise women say that a woman who is seduced, there is no real pain. In other words, when a woman convinces herself that she wants to do this, uh, whatever pain that she has is negligible. It's a I Bahakazina de Islay. Don't we see that there it's not you can't ignore it, there is some pain there. So Amrabai, Omrili aim. So um this I'm convinced is a gadita, uh, but it's uh I don't I haven't fully solved what the mystery of it is, like many agaditas. The reason why I'm convinced is the Gamora is gonna give three different analogies for what the pain that a woman undergoes when she has relations the first time. So uh, uh, Abayi said, so how a man would never know this, what the pain is. So Abayi said, mother told me, it's like hot water on a bald head. So again, I, I just, just I know it's a funny analogy to pick. I mean, couldn't you find another way to express uh, what that pain is? Maybe it just means it's uncomfortable. Rabbi says, Amuli Bas Rivchista, the daughter of, his wife was the daughter of Rivchista, uh, it's like the uh, stick of a needle. It's when a person gets a needle prick, when the blood letter gives the prick. So that's, the, that's what it feels like to the woman. Rapapa says, Omulibas Abasur, the daughter of Abasur, said they're not going to call the wife by name. That would be immodest. You know, they're saying the, the, their wife. It's like eating a hard crust on your gums. It, it's, it creates like a friction. And so... The, uh, the question seems to be, uh, they're, they're looking at that pain and trying to discover what's the, uh, the type of pain. But it's, uh, why is the Gemara asking? What is the difference in how to evaluate the money? Can they maybe on some women it's more than others? I don't know. Anyway, it sounds like um, the daughter of Abba Sura was Rapapa's wife. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Next. And Oda said, so we said that the, when the woman is, is coerced, uh, he pays right away. And the uh, woman who's uh, um, uh, the woman who's seduced, that's only if he dumps her. The Mura says, uh, when he divorces her, it sounds like he marries her, and then if he later on divorces the woman he seduced, then he would pay. But at that point, uh, she's his wife. Uh, so, and if she's his wife, he, if he marries her, he doesn't pay. Uh, the woman he seduced. So If he decides not to marry her, then he pays the penalties. Taninami, we don't like this. Even though we learned that even though she was seduced, he has to pay. That's if he didn't marry her. Uh, but that's, uh, that's the other penalties. 
the embarrassment and the fact that he devalued her, that has to be paid right away. And whether it's ones, whether it's mefata, bein he, bein avia, yokel achiv, either she or her dad can say no way. In other words, even though the Torah says he will take her, that's assuming she wants him or assuming that her dad is willing to take him. So Bishlema Mefuta, I understand uh, where she was seduced that uh, the father can say no over his dead body. It says Beferish. The, the fact that the two of them want to, if the father, while she's still young, the father refuses, that's his right. Even though he's required to marry her, he doesn't have a choice. The dad does. So, I only know the father does. But what about she herself? She herself first said yes. Tamalom or Yemoyin. No, it says Yemoyin, that both of them, Mikomokim, both of them, either one can refuse, even though uh, she agreed to the seduction. Uh, the only, um, uh, she or her dad can refuse, uh, in that case. Ella, uh, Ones, and, but he can refuse too, by the way, by seduction, but uh, he'll have to pay all those uh, penalties. Ella, Ones, but where she was forced, Bishlema Ihu, I understand she doesn't have to marry her rapist, it says she will be to him only if she's willing to. If she wants to, if she, um, uh, if she uh, uh, wants to, then uh, he has to marry her. But how do you know her dad can say no? What happens if she wants to and her dad says no? It has to be that way. Because let's say a man wants to marry a woman and the father doesn't give consent, uh, he can't marry her. So just because he raped her, now he can marry her without the dad's consent? Of course not. So we, he's not going to benefit in any way by having done this. So Rav says a different reason. He says, it's logically. When she consents and her dad didn't, and all he did was go against what the dad, the dad wouldn't have agreed. But still, she or her dad can still say no. Ones. Where he, co- where he forced her. He, he went against her dad and he went against her. Certainly either one can refuse. So there's a debate here. So why did they have different ways to learn? Why did they say different reasons to show that the father can refuse? He says, well, we don't, uh, since he's paying a big money penalty, so there, he's, not, he's not getting away free, even if the dad can't stop it. He still wouldn't get away free. We said that we got to allow the dad to stop it because um, we can't say that if she consents, uh, now he can marry her because we can't take away a right of the dad. But he's still not getting away free. It's going to cost him a ton. So Abai Loma Karava, Abai doesn't agree with Rava Mafuta, Di'ihi Matima Akiv, in Mafuta, where she... Um, uh, was uh, uh, seduced. The ihi, she can say no. Avia nami matzim. So basically, um, I'm sorry. Where he could say no, uh, where she, where she willingly had relations with him, he can say, "I don't want to marry her." So there, the dad also can say, "I don't want the marriage to take place." Basically, we're allowing anybody out where all the parties were willing. So there's no, there's no question of forcing anybody. If the dad doesn't want, the father doesn't want, we, let, uh, we can turn this marriage down, even if she wants. But Ones, where he forced her, he's not given a choice here. Basically, where in that case where she has this high level of, uh, 
of uh, shame and and she wants to uh, marry him. So I might have thought, we don't even give him a choice to say no. So maybe if you, Namilo, maybe we don't let the dad say no either. So that was why we had the question. Tanya Idach, we learned another source, even though we learn where he forces her, he's got to pay right away, and, but if he marries her and then divorces her, and once he divorces her, there's no claim. Wait a second. If he marries her, can't he divorce her? Um, he can't, uh, uh, he's not allowed to divorce her once he, uh, he marries her. So Lamora said, If she were to be divorced from her side, then and if she pushes for the divorce, now, by the way, if she pushes for the divorce, she's already collected the money. So they, she collected the money for the forcing when she got married, and he's required to marry her. But then once they get divorced, uh, he doesn't pay. So the Morris said, mate, he doesn't pay. So let, let's see. Mace, um, um, if uh, he dies, Yota Kesav Knas Biksuvasa. The penalty money um, she already got, she won't get her Ksuva. The question is, does she get Ksuva? Usually a woman gets divorced, she gets alimony. But in this case, she got the alimony beforehand. So is there alimony later, is the question. Rabbi Yossi Yudas says, Yesh lo ksuva mana. She says, oh, she still gets a, a ksuva. So the question, what's the question? What's the argument here? Rabban and Savi, time of my tikna Rabban and ksuva. The whole reason for ksuva is kadesh lo te We don't want it to be easy to dump her. He can't dump her anyways. In other words, if a person has to pay the wife to get divorced, he has to pay alimony, he won't divorce her, so he can't afford to divorce her. This woman, we don't have to require him to pay her to pay alimony because he's not allowed to divorce her. Who are we kidding over here? What do you mean that he can't uh, can't get divorced? The husband has many tricks to get divorced because he can cause her pain and then she says, I don't want to be married anymore. You know, you could say that the husband uh, can't, can never divorce her, but if he really wants to, he can make her so miserable that she is going to sue for divorce. So we've got to give her that money to protect him from doing that. So it, it, the, that, that's really the question. Okay, we will stop here. Have a great day.